0: Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Welcome to JGB Sports, episode 16, uh, segment one. JJ, things we've talked about before. Um, we talked a lot about no hitters. I bought a book about no hitters because it's it's kind of nice. It's in little chapters. It's perfect no, no. for reading to you at night. No no's. I didn't realize why it was called no no before. I just thought it was because there was no hitter. But you know, there's no more. No
1: hits, no runs.
0: Which seems kind of obvious. If you don't get any hits, you don't get any runs. But I guess necessarily you could. You could get walks. You could have sack flies. Wait,
1: Dad, what if there's no a no-hitter, um, but the team scores one?
0: We round. talked about that recently. Somebody had a no-hitter and lost because they gave up a run because <laughs> they, like, walked somebody. Then but is there that was,
1: still a no-hitter, though?
0: Like a, Yeah. Yeah. and then give up any hits. That's what a no-hitter means.
1: That is the, the um worst no-hitter ever.
0: So, technically, a no-hitter and a no-no are not the same, then. Because you can have a no hitter and give up runs, but a no no is a no hitter, no runs. And I guess I hadn't realized the difference between the two. Yeah. Now, I know one of the questions you did ask me, and you can't kind of, it was kind of a homework assignment. And I don't think I answered yeah. it at the time, but it was luckily it was in our book. You asked yeah. me who did the first no hitter. Who? Go ahead.
1: George Washington Bradley of the St. Louis do- Brown Stockings through baseball's so first official no no. One hundred. 46 years ago on July 5th.
0: <laughs> Do you have any idea what day we're recording today? July 15th. July 15th. So Woo! it was actually, um, that Woo-hoo. was one of the reasons why I put it in the first segment. It could technically be not in this week in baseball, but.
1: Five foot, 10 and a half inch right hander worked his way through the Hartford Dark Blues lineup in under two hours, striking out three batters while walking when the Brownstockings defense committed. Eight errors, but still won the game two to zero.
0: That's pretty bad. <laughs> I've never heard of eight errors in one game, and it was still a no-hitter. Now, I don't know if you realize this. You know when you have a paragraph, and there's a little dot at the end of it? Do you know what that is? No. You didn't realize that was a period? They don't teach you that in class? They do. So when it's a period, you have to stop for a little bit and pause. You like, I know! Re- you were blasting straight through, and then stopping in the middle of a sentence. Um, I didn't realize that um, the St. Louis Browns was the Brown Stockings. I know we like to talk about different teams that have short names. I know you know what the Dodgers are.
1: Charlie Dodgers.
0: And uh, the Reds were the Red Stockings and things like that. And I think there's another one as well. Oh, the Mets. Do you remember that one?
1: No, the Metropolitans. Me- the
0: Metropolitans, that's right. And, uh, obviously Why are they called Nats, the
1: Metropolitans? Because it's a
0: metropolitan area, New York. Um, N- Nats is obviously easier, Nationals. Some are more obvious than the ones, but I don't re- I don't think I ever realised the Browns were the Brown Stockings, to be honest. I've never heard of the Hartford Dark Blues team. Uh, but yeah, a really weird game. Eight errors um under 2 hours i was waiting for a reaction from you on that one i always keep hoping i can see a game in under 3 hours because they always seem to go on really really long when i go under 2 hours that's a crazy game now also there was some if other there's a
1: perfect game for both of them it's probably be going be a to game. it's going to be 3 hours
0: then. it wouldn't be a perfect Cause game cuz they don't have, have to keep doing well right? if it was t- and, and... you're right if it was if it was tied then yes they'd have to um they would have to keep going for sure. Now there was actually two other no hitters on that day as well. Oh yeah, Dad. Yes. Well,
1: I was going to see my first ever no hitter, and then Dad made it so. I mean, um, perfect game, and then Dad made it a no hitter that turned into um a regular
0: game. I didn't jinx it at all. Yes, you, said you I jinxed did. It. <laughs> it you so
1: posted fun. about it on um. I didn't they post
0: about it. I did out mentioned afterwards that you accused me of jinxing it, so we you talked did. about things. and interestingly, we're going to mention about people jinxing things a little bit later when like we do you. our main review as well. Like, uh Let me find out the other ones for you then. So, uh, 1901, the New York Giants, Christy Matheson, no hit the St. Louis Cardinals for a 5-0 win, and in 1973, Nolan Ryan threw the second of his major leagues record seven no hitters for the California Angels. Uh, against the Detroit Tigers for a 6-0 victory so actually there was three no hitters on this day so kind of an important day for no hitters now the other thing that kind of got my attention this week as well um, we're going to be talking reviewing the Orioles games this week and the Orioles are currently in a 10 game win streak at the time of recording so it got me wondering what's the longest streaks so the longest streaks in the modern era since 1900 Uh, This is from an article on September 29th, 2021 from MLB.com. So so these might possibly have changed, but I don't think so. Uh, Number one, Giants all-time, 1916, 26 games. Uh, Second was the Indians in 2017, 22 games. That's fairly recent. I I don't remember the Indians having that long of a streak, to be honest. Uh, The third, the Cubs in 1935, won 21 games. The Cubs were horrible. I'm surprised they won that many. And in 2002, the Oakland A's won 20 games in a row. And then in fifth place, there's a tie between the Yankees in 1947 and the White Sox in 1906 with 19 games. Now, Jay, I know you'll normally then like to follow up. So the reason I was looking up was I was kind of curious. Orioles have got 10. What's the Orioles' current longest streak? 14. 14. They did it twice. Uh The
1: most recent one was in August 12th, 27th. in 1973.
0: 1973. Yeah, the last time they had a 10-game win streak, I think it said it was 1999, because uh, people were talking about that. So if they can go a few more, I knew you might ask me possibly about what's other teams' hit streaks. So I've got every single team there. Help there... with the
1: Orioles beat the Red Sox current longest streak.
0: Okay, do you want to tell us what that is?
1: 15.
0: Fifteen. Is there any others you wanted to read? I listed every uh, single one in case you wanted uh, to know. Because I was. Why curious. did you
1: put the White Sox yeah, The White Sox in blue.
0: Ah, no I put some ones in blue because sometimes I entered some. There were some comments that featured with the, um, I had to go like. It was really a long article. I had to kind of cut and paste a little bit. Some of them. So the White Sox's longest win streak was nineteen. But that team in nineteen oh six were known as the Hitless Wonders. How can you have a nineteen-game win streak but be called the Hitless Wonders? Um, I want to know a little bit more about the Hitless Wonders. I, that didn't make any sense to me. That you'd be a team that's known for being bad, but you had the record for most consecutive win games. Uh, anyway, any others you wanted to talk about? If not, there's one I want to talk about.
1: Mm, thingy. Tell
0: us anyone. Have, so are you? you they don't? have.
1: They have their current longest winning streak is is um longer than the red
0: slugs. It was. It was 19. Whee! It was in 1947. That kind of surprised me. I would have thought it would have been 1927. Right. Um, they had a team called Murderers Row, and basically because they used to kill the pitchers. When you got Babe Ruth batting, and you got Lou Gehrig batting, and you got all Hall of Famers pretty much in your lineup, it's like one. It's probably the greatest team of all time. I would have thought that would have been the team that would have been um, that one. Rather than 47. Not the 47 was a bad team. They had Joe DiMaggio. They had Yogi bearer They had a lot of good players on that team. That kind of surprised me. All right, the one that's surprised me jj was this was also in blue on yours uh the marlins their record of wins is nine five times they haven't even made 10 yet they're the only current franchise to have never enjoyed a win streak of at least 10 games and our other local team i've only just managed to do this the nationals uh 10 and they've done that five times as well but they haven't done it since 2014 so it's been quite a while since they've done that for the marlins they haven't done it since 2008 so it's been a it's been a little while who is your baseball card this week?
1: Cal Ripken Jr.
0: Cal Ripken Jr. Okay, tell me what you know about Cal Ripken because we saw a few of his signs as we were walking around, right? Mm. Or tell us what you know from your baseball 31. card. Twenty-one, thirty-one. Twenty-one, thirty-one. What's twenty-one, thirty-one?
1: <laughs> uh, when he beat the consecutive win games played. He did. Yeah, he beat Lou Gehrig's
0: record of twenty-one it's thirty. Two
1: 2000- thousand. 600-something.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I said I think it's 2632, and then as we walked around later, it was 2632. So I was kind of impressed. Now, um, I looked on some key dates. His first game in the streak, JJ, was May 30th, 1982. Uh, the 21:31 you talked about was September 6th, 1995, and his last game was September 19th, last game in the streak was September 19th, 1998 at 26-32, and then on September 20th, that's when he decided to sit out. Now, I actually found an article in the Washington Post about it. Uh, Orioles manager Ray Miller had penciled him in the lineup against the New York Yankees for what would have been his 2,633rd game, but shortly after batting practice, Ripken approached Miller and said, I think it's time. After the game, Ripken said he ended the streak for the good of the team and chose the last home game of the season to do it, but added he had no plans to retire. I think he played two more years. Uh, the emphasis should be on the team, Ripken said. There has been times during the streak when the emphasis was on the streak and I was never comfortable with that. My first inclination was to break it the last day of the season in Boston, but I wanted to do it in a city where I began. I wanted it to be a celebration, not a morning.
1: You should have done it in Boston.
0: No, I think you do it in front of your home fans. I think that. Luckily, he got to, because it could have been, he could have been on the road when he beat the record originally. Luckily, he was at home. And I know you said he wants to watch the video, and I'll watch it sometime. Yeah. They stopped the game for like 20 minutes. (laughs) It was a big stop. Sometimes, like when somebody beats a record, they'll stop for a few minutes, they'll get the ball, they'll take the ball out, everyone will shake hands with a person, and then a couple of minutes later, they're going, this was about a 20-minute break from what I can remember. So, uh, pretty significant one. all right we have a two-part review this week jj but it's all on the orioles so the first game that we're going to review is the texas rangers game it was just me and you at this one Woo! Uh, this was uh july 6th the fact that we already know the orioles are on a 10-game win streak i think spoiler alert um orioles did win this one now i guess probably the bigger and the question, angels game too the bigger question for this one is probably why were you at this game
1: um, because I was at a Play Ball event.
0: You were at a Play Ball event, yeah. And, um, that was the original thing that started this podcast. And you showed an interest in, um, the game, how it was scored at that start thing. And I think somebody must have mentioned this to, uh, somebody at the Orioles. and um, they were actually there at the Play Ball event. Um, I think it was Damon Wilson, I think was the person who we talked to, Uh, because he actually asked you, he's like, do you remember me being there, and you said no, and I didn't remember either, because there was a lot of people there on that day, and um, yeah, we got a letter a few weeks ago, saying would we like to attend an event, there's some pre-game activities that might be of interest to us, Uh, we said yeah, turned up, not really knowing what to expect, so um we actually spent the day actually in the morning we actually looked around the cop in state campus um i know that will probably be coming up a little bit later for for that one um how about we talk about the game itself though so we had to arrive pretty early five o'clock i've actually recorded um on good cop bad cop uh, baseball podcast my whole views of this day because i wanted to do it while it was still fresh in my memory and i thought you might forget things and you might see things that are different to how i saw them as well so this was huge this was like this was an awesome day so what happened when we got there
1: so we watched batting practice for the texas rangers but we didn't see the Orioles batting practice we didn't
0: see texas batting either
1: we saw like we saw one hits. person
0: i think as we got down to the field yeah. why did uh, we get there too late no so what happened we they, were put to out the, practice.
1: they put out the they put out the Thing, the they top. put out the
0: top, yeah. It was um the, it was th- predictive thunderstorms for the day. It actually got better as the day went on. When we left when I looked last night, it looked like it could rain the whole day, and I was like, we might not get to see anything. And then as we in the did morning it said us. it was gonna rain a little bit later, so I was like, um, okay, that's fine. I was like, hey, even if we only get to see band practice, that's fine. We could always see a rescheduled game later. So um we did that. So what happened then instead of band practice? Because band practice was still cool.
1: Uh We went to the scoring room.
0: Before that? During batting practice?
1: Uh, I got my hat signed.
0: You got your hat signed? By
1: John Means and a few were mm-hmm.
0: people? Yeah, there was uh, players. Who oh yeah, Ryan Mountcastle their, too. Ryan Mountcastle. Yeah, people were poking their heads out. There was other people at this batting practice who were a little bit no, more knowledgeable than us and then they were like, hey Ryan, hey can you come and sign for us? So they kind of came up to the rope, signed. Um, they kinda, All the adults kept pushing you like to the front which was kind of really cool to make sure you got your autographs. Mm-hmm. And um, the lady who was there was really kind. She let you borrow the marker pen because we didn't even, I thought we were just watching batting practice. I didn't know we were going to get any autographs. So uh, yeah, I have to it upstairs you had your hat yeah so you got john means who we saw in the last time we went to see so that was cool right Mount castle was one of the people who you said you were really excited to see so that was cool uh Creamer, i think that's how you pronounce his name it might be Kramer. i'm not sure um he was um, one of the starting pitchers a couple of days later so he got his as well and i apologize i cannot remember the last person i think he was number 41 and i can't remember who
1: 42 maybe
0: no it's definitely not 42 that's jackie robbins <laughs> Uh, that number's been retired on all, all so yeah we got to do that uh, we then had an hour when we could walk around the stadium you got some food you played some games so and now you wanted to talk about you and go, then
1: yeah has a soccer game he can go see
0: <laughs> one of the fans know, heard my, when he was talking to me heard I had a British accent and I said I like soccer and he mentioned that yeah the Oriel stadium is going to be uh, sorry the Raven stadium
1: Whoa, it's going to be
0: <laughs> it's going to be Arsenal versus Everton Woo! and actually tomorrow we're recording Um, No, I don't know. I do not want to go see that game particularly. And we're probably doing other stuff anyway tomorrow. All right. So, uh, what happened then? And so, we went to the scorers. We went to the scorers' um, area for two innings. So, do you want to tell us where that was? What you saw? What you did?
1: So, I got to sit in the official scorers' chair and (laughs) scored two innings. Uh huh. And then I went, and I also got some official popcorn. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we're in that area, and then they, they were asked. They gave us all these popcorn. sheets, so you could see what it was like in the media. It popcorn. tells you batting lineups, it tells you stats popcorn. for the game, it tells you everything. And then you were like, "Oh, can I have some of the popcorn in the corner?" I was like, "Oh my Pop- god!" I, was like, I can't believe you asked that. And they were like, "Oh yeah, of course you can." There was a soda machine there, and I was like, "He's going to ask for a soda as well." I was like, "Please don't ask for a soda." I didn't. And then any. Um, you. go uh... So
1: yeah, that we had water.
0: And then halfway through yeah, your didn't. popcorn, you decided to throw it on the floor. No, I
1: didn't, Dad. <laughs> it fell out of my hands. And
0: you spilled popcorn all over the media area. I was like, oh, my God. No, were I like, didn't. They like, hey, it's fine. They got no, some paper. We scooped it all up. It, it was all good. So, um, um, Who was that next to you as well? Uh,
1: The announcer?
0: Yeah. So, we got to witness, like, when there was, like, an error or something, the official scorer. I think the official scorer's name was Ryan, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Ryan came on, and it was, like, error on the play, 6-4, 6-4. So, you got to hear that side. When the players were coming up, you heard the lady whose name I forget, and that's, like, coming up to bat, number one, uh, batting first, number 16, Trey Manzi, or whatever the announcements were. So, we got to see all that I got to
1: use binoculars. Uh
0: Uh-huh. You got some binoculars And I was like, hmm. You that get, should be you a You got bot. binoculars to look at the plays. Um, I thought on one of the plays, I thought I saw a six-four-three double play, and I was like, "Oh, JJ knows this one" because we'd practiced a few. And um, it wasn't. The third baseman and the shortstop had switched positions for some reason. So, uh, yeah, you really got to concentrate when you're up there. Uh, you have to get that decision correct. And um, we got to see a lot of the other stuff up there, uh, the Statcast stuff. Uh, we got to see all the other computers, the media people. Uh, it was really interesting to see. I got um, to
1: sit in the um, place where the. And um, where they were talking for the TV.
0: <laughs> well, that's the fourth inning. You're skipping a little bit. Uh, yeah, so third inning... Well, third inning, we got to I see where the...
1: the screen. The
0: third inning was the TV. So you got where to I see how the they um, do the graphics, yeah. And you got to change, like, once a new person comes up to bat, they have to put the new graphics up. Because that obviously helps the commentators but it also helps the people watching at home because if somebody comes up i want to know like what's person batting what are they slogging um etc etc a few little facts so you got to see that not for very long this was only for one inning this was the third inning but by the time we'd walked from one to the other um they was half. first half inning was already over texas went down one two three so we didn't get really get to see too much of that and then in the fourth inning where do you go
1: i went to the um Common food booth. Yeah, the common.
0: You got to see and, how the camera behind home plate works there as well. Yeah,
1: and they were filming the rain.
0: They were. Oh like, yeah, it started they, to rain at that point. Like, yeah.
1: I wonder if the kid with the um, ice cream <laughs> or the girl with the pizza will eat. It. Whoever will eat faster.
0: In the third inning, yeah, they focused on somebody in there. Because they always try and find fun things going on in the crowd. And they had a kid who had like an ice cream sundae in a bowl. But he didn't have a spoon. So he, was he was licking it. just eating it. it straight out of the bowl. And they were kind of mocking him a little bit. For it. it was kind of funny to watch. <laughs> uh, that part was uh, certainly funny. The other thing in that first two innings, as official scorer, you've got to be neutral as well. So when they were going, da 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 you can't suddenly go, chug! <laughs> So you put your hand over your mouth to stop it. Well, you said you did it quietly. Uh, but yeah, at one point I was like, "Hey!" And I was like, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. So <laughs> it was kind of difficult to do because it was exciting. Because I think if I remember correctly, um, yeah, the Orioles actually scored two runs while we were actually with the scorers. So they'd already taken a two-0 lead. So it was that was a little difficult to do. Um, anything else you want to talk about, about the behind-the-scenes view that you got? No. All right, so we went down to our seats, which we hadn't even... Vi- oh my gosh, the seats were amazing, JJ. These are the best seats I've ever had at Orioles. You want to tell us about them, where they were?
1: Oh, yeah. I think they were which at side? section 21st base side. Yeah, that's right,
0: yeah. Probably about Ro- 10 rows from the front, something like that.
1: Yeah, row 10. Mm-hmm. Seat 15 and 16?
0: <laughs> well, that's very specific. That I don't remember. It um, is. I know we went to the wrong section to begin with because it wasn't labeled very clearly. I was like, oh, we got these two seats here. And they're like, which section are you? And we're like, 20. And they're like, yeah, no, no, this is 18. <laughs> so we had to go We had to go across the other section. Um, probably just a little bit to the right of the uh, dugout where the Orioles sit. Uh, but great seats. It started to rain a little bit. And I was like, uh, hopefully it's not too much. Can it talk- wasn't as much as what it was when we saw it on the camera. So that was good.
1: Yeah, Can I talk about someone's ERA?
0: You can talk the about auto, the game.
1: The auto pitcher. Um mm-hmm. his ERA is five point two six. Okay. Which isn't really good. Uh, it's not that good.
0: Okay. What about the pitcher? What about why don't we tell us that so we know it's two zero going into the fourth. Do you want as there wasn't many runs in this one, do you want to talk, talk about the finish then for this one?
1: Uh what's the final score? Two to one.
0: 2-1. to one. The Orange. Rangers scored in the 5th, and that was actually as we were getting to our seats, so we didn't actually even see that run at all. Uh, we left in the 8th, I think it was, because it did De- start to rain pretty heavily at sh- that point, we got and a picture we could to but- on the radio. No, not on that day, we couldn't. Yeah, we did. It was, was, too, was- too far away.
1: No, we could have just walk down to the dugout where he was.
0: Um, it was raining. There was a lot of kids around there. And actually the people came out and were like, no, no, no. You need to go back. You need to go back. The stewards were sending people back because everyone was starting to run down to try and get a picture. Um, anything else from this game? No. Okay, and um, ironically, we wanted to, <laughs> you wanted to go back again the next day. We were invited to this day on the sixth, and then the next series was against the Angels, and you wanted <gasps> to see Shohei Itani, Not surprisingly, and I did too, and I wanted to see Mike Trout as well. And um, the tickets were expensive for this one, and I didn't want to go back immediately the next day. The next two days, I think, had promotions. I think it was like free hat day. You were like, "Why are we going for that?" I was like, "Because those tickets were really expensive, because everyone wanted a hat."
1: Let's get a free hat. And then
0: the day after that, I get it was a free-, free Hawaiian. Shirt. Hawaiian I want to get
1: a free Hawaiian and shirt Anyway, on the Sunday
0: yeah. I looked Do and that. um I might find reasonable seats. Um you actually get to go free with a purchase of an adult ticket. The so, highest Mason wants to go it as was well. The
1: highest seats. It was
0: cuz that's the best seats. We know those seats before cuz I've sat there before. You're in the shade, you get the breeze coming through, so even on a hot summer And you also get tank, to
1: see the um, road to... you can
0: get to see it's everything. not really that so, high I, I like being on. I, i'd rather be on the very back row than be like three rows from the back so <laughs> we we learned that from previous experience uh we had a terrible time trying to get there though you wanted to ride on the metro system i was like hey that's fine what a great idea so we parked about 15 miles south and then that train was delayed an hour and we missed <clears> the <throat> first 40 minutes of the game which doesn't sound that bad we it's missed actually the first like three we must No, it wasn't. By the time we'd sat down, it wasn't. Oh, because that was the other thing for this game. We have this clear see-through bags that you can take in. Because we loaded it. You can take food in if it's in individual servings. So we loaded all that stuff up. And as we're in line, the guy's like, yeah, you can't take that bag in. We're like, it's clear. And he's like, yeah, they changed the rules a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, what? They're like, uh, you can put it in a locker over there. I was like, oh, great. So we left the line. Lockers were $10 for the smallest size locker and um, i was like yeah i'm not doing that and people had left bottles around inside numbers inside numbers mostly
1: 22.
0: people just like kind of like mason said like just leave it somewhere if it's there it's there and if it's not it's not but it's not worth paying ten dollars anyway i folded it up and managed to put it inside my pocket so i didn't have to pay the ten dollars and i still got because i was ready to throw my bag away because it's not an old one anyway it's not worth ten dollars that's for sure but yeah there was another fan who was very upset with that who bought um, with a family kids had little servings of food, and they were like, "Yeah, you can't take this bag." I'm like, "Why? That makes no sense." And it's a clear bag.
1: Wait, I ran the bases.
0: I don't get it. Yeah, no. <laughs> that was one of the reasons why I picked this game as well. You got to run the bases at a minor league stadium, but I knew you wanted to do it at the major league. And then
1: as well. next is going to be college.
0: Yeah, um, I already sent a message out to Coppin State State and uh, Coach says he's got you for next season. So you'll you'll get to do that one as well. So that was the other reason we went. So we missed the first three innings. Um, I think the Orioles took a, I think, sorry, I think the Angels took a 2-0 lead if I remember correctly. Mason was kind of tracking it on his phone. All right, do you want to tell us about the rest of the game?
1: So in the fourth inning, the Orioles got four runs. In the fifth, the Orioles got four runs. Uh. In the sixth, the Orioles got one run. In The seventh and eighth. In the seventh, the Angels got one. The eighth and the ninth. In the eighth, they got two runs.
0: They did. So it was nine to five. So we actually got there at a good time. We got to see the Orioles kind of dominating. Um, unfortunately, it was nearly
1: the... a perfect game. It
0: was, well, and then Mason jinxed it. And Mason jinxed it, and yeah. they
1: made it a. Pre- and then I he think, makes him made it a
0: regular game. I think it was, uh, yeah, because he was rooting for LA at that point. He said, like, I want the RRs to win, but while the Angels have a perfect game going on, because they had a perfect game through three, I think, um, he said, I'm going to root for them. And I was like, oh, you jinxed it. And sure enough, it did. They got four in the next inning. Now, unfortunately, the people you wanted to see didn't really do very well on this day. Uh, Otani got, uh, went 0 for 4 with two strikeouts, and Mike Trout went uh, one for four. So we didn't get to see much from those guys, but we did get to see uh, some good performances from the Orioles. Um, The interesting one, Mason noticed this one as well, the bottom of the lineup was actually better than the top of the lineup. So um, for the first five batters for the Angels, JJ, um, they only had three hits in uh, 20 at-bats. Whereas if you look at the last... Um, the last, if you were actually, actually you can go even worse than that. You can go the first six people. If you got the first six people, they went three for twenty-four, and if you go to the bottom three people, they went five for ten. So they were batting five hundred the last three batters, and the other people were batting one twenty-five. So um, there was a big difference in uh, how people bat uh, Adley Rushman, I thought, played really well. I was in, I was pretty pleased to see him. He got um, on base a couple of times. Uh, he had a hit as well, and uh, yeah, it was a good performance. We waited about an hour. The
1: starting line to run the bases for the Orioles was the was Triple M.
0: Was tr- Oh, Mullins, Mancini, and Mountcastle. And actually yeah. at the end it was uh, Matteo, and i just looked at it here as well, McKenna was playing as well. So <laughs> the Orioles had five players whose name had an M in it. Started with an M. Now one thing I realised we missed, JJ, is you forgot to mention the winning pitcher for the uh, Orioles game. Uh, it was Watkins. Uh, he's now 2-1 and one with a 4.15 Ooh. ERA. Uh, cool. The win for this game for the Orioles, um, you made fun of Otto earlier. Uh, Voth's current ERA is 6.75. So it depends from game to game, and if if you've not played many games, sometimes if you have one well bad performance, it can make a big, it can make a big difference, and um, I think that took the Angels' win streak to, uh, sorry, the Orioles' win streak to eight. some updates jj um now when we originally said we were gonna do cop in state updates i gotta admit i was a little bit worried because once they finished playing i was like is there really gonna be much more to uh uh talk about but actually there is something to talk about this week so a big announcement from uh www.northeasternconference.org uh, the nec has bolstered its membership in a trio of sports thanks to a unique partnership with the MiAC. The collaboration between the two conferences in the sports of baseball, men's golf and women's golf will bring a host of MEAC schools under the NEC banner, beginning with a 22-23 academic year. While retaining primary membership in the MEAC, the following institutions have accepted associate memberships from the NEC. So for baseball, Coppin State, Delaware State, Maryland Eastern Shore, Norfolk State will all be playing in the NEC next year. So that's basically, JJ, everybody who was in the MIAC. So there wasn't many teams for them to really play. So now they're going to be in a conference with 11 teams. So there'll be a lot more teams for them to be able to play. All right, we've got a few quotes. So go ahead.
1: We are thrilled to announce this associate member partnership with the MIAC baseball, said NEC Commissioner Noreen Morris. Mm-hmm. This is a win-win relationship for both conferences and places. The students' athletic experience at the forefront on behalf of the NEC presidents and athletic administrators, we welcome these MEAC programs to the NEC family
0: hmm So it does talk about some of the other teams that are in, and we're going to talk about those in a second. So um, Derek Carter, Coppin State's University Director of Athletics, said, We are thrilled to join the NEC in the sport of baseball. The value of this move allows each MIAC baseball-playing institution to continue our rivalries while also establishing new competition park, uh, partners. All right, JJ, do you want to talk? What, say what Coach said?
1: Also from Coppin State <laughs> website, the MEAC and the NEC baseball merger is going to be an exciting opportunity for all member schools to complete against the different programs in our new markets. So, Captain State head coach Sherman Reed.
0: That's so you should have known that Reed, when you read something out, like is R E A D. And that was R E E D. So, you should have known that was a different type of read. All right, what did Coach Sherman say?
1: When we announced the possibility of the move to our guys, they were over, overwhelmingly excited. The geographical layout of the two conferences make a very manageable travel and we look forward to our new journey. All right.
0: Now, I'm going to take something from that quote in there. He said it's very manageable. Now, I saw some of the teams are in Connecticut. So I got Google Maps out, and I looked, how far are these teams from Coppin State? Uh, Central Connecticut State is in New Britain. That's 300 miles, five hours. Uh, FDU, which is Fairleigh Dickinson University, is in uh, Tiana. I think it's pronounced, New Jersey. 200 miles, three hours, just over three and a half hours. That's about not too bad. We're actually going to be pretty close to FDU in about a week's time because we're heading up to New York actually it's just across oh. from manhattan uh, liu long island university which is in brooklyn that's 200 miles three hours not too bad which is
1: the longest one uh,
0: they won the nec regular season well i'm gonna get there uh merrimack which is in andover maryland 420 miles seven hours that's a little bit more than what they currently do that's i think the furthest one for them right now would have been norfolk and i think norfolk's probably about Four and a half, something like that. Uh, Sacred Heart, Fairfield, Connecticut, 255 miles, four hours and 15 minutes. Stonehill in Eastern Massachusetts, six hours and 45 minutes, 400 miles. And Wagner, Staten Island, which is in Staten Island, not surprisingly, 3 hours, 185 miles. And we're actually going to be, our hotel's going to be really close to that place, actually. So we might get a chance to have a little look at uh, Staten Island's campus a little bit. And you said you'd actually like to do that, and I'd kind of like to see what it is. So some of these, actually, um, unfortunately for us, these are all north of us. So if we were to travel to these, it would be even longer than what it says on here. So you've got to add on at least an hour to any of these. So Staten Island, three hours. For us, it's probably four hours, something like that. Probably a little bit more, actually. Um, So anyway, there is a couple other teams in the NEC. St. Francis Brooklyn and St. Francis Uni Loreto, but they don't actually play baseball. Um, I did look to see, as we went to the MiAC tournament last year, JJ, which was in Norfolk. That was under 200 miles. I was curious, where was the NEC tournament held? Uh, It was in Norwich, Connecticut. Four hundred miles for us. Eek. I don't think we'll be able to attend the uh, the NEC tournament. That might be a little tough, unfortunately. But exciting for Coppin State that they get to play all these new teams. And if we go to see home games now, at least we get to see some new. We'll get to see some new teams. It won't be those same three teams that we saw last time. All right. Our yeah. right, time for Orioles update. Oh yeah.
1: Plus they also, um, they also get more teams that they get to face in the um in the tournament before the NCAA.
0: Um, I think that it'll probably be a smaller tournament. I don't think you have 11 teams in that tournament. I think it's you've probably got to qualify, or they might have some earlier rounds, so some teams might get buys, but seeding will be important for this. Uh, we know pretty much Orioles won because they're on a 10-game win streak, JJ, so do you want to give us a few results from Los this Angels, week?
1: Los Angeles. We already did
0: the Angels won we talked about they that. They won, that
1: won against um, Chicago, and then won against Chicago.
0: Yeah, 4-2 to two and 7-1. to one. And do you want to talk about next week's games?
1: Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, New York, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay t-
0: I think you went a little bit too far. Tampa. Just Tampa Bay. Uh on the fifteenth today, sixteenth and seventeenth. Tickets as
1: low as thirty four dollars. Now
0: we're recording a little well, that's in the middle game, the other ones are fifteen. Now we're recording a little early for this. So why does it stop at Sunday? What happened to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? What happened? Where did the rest know. of them go? It's the All Star Game this weekend. Cool, I'm going. It's in Los Angeles. Aniga. No, the Home Run Derby's on Tuesday. I think the All Star Game on Tuesday, and then there's a travel game on the Wednesday. So I
1: go to the Home Run Derby.
0: I'm not traveling three thousand miles for the Home Run Derby, so no, that won't be happening. The
1: All Star Game.
0: I would love to see an All Star Game as well, but they're very, very expensive. So we might be able to watch the highlights on TV. Um, I go to the World Series. (laughs) That's even more expensive. Um, But what if
1: the Red Sox go?
0: um, I was actually talking to um, a friend on uh, Good Cop, Bad Cop Baseball, and I realized I've been to four playoff games, and I've never seen my team win. So I went to see the Braves (laughs) a couple of times in 2001, lost. Uh, So I went to see the Nationals, lost, and I was with Mason in 2016, I think it was for the Orioles, and they lost as well. So I've never seen a winning game for any of the playoffs I've been to so far. But no, they're going to be ridiculously expensive. The Nationals, when they were in the World Series, I think tickets were like $1,000. I was like, nope, not paying $1,000 to go see one baseball game. So But it's,
1: it's the World Series. I understand that. Can but, you go see the last game of the World Series?
0: And uh, that would be even more expensive. If it gets to game seven, you're probably looking at five thousand dollars a ticket. I
1: can't find it
0: Well, if you once you got your five thousand dollars, then you'll be able to do that. Alright, Red I'm Sox unfortunately. Exactly. So you won't be going. Red what? Sox, unfortunately, you can watch on TV for free. You can go to a bar and watch when you're older as well. So there are other ways you can see the game without spending five thousand dollars. And Red Sox. Not such a good game week for L Red Sox. Red Sox
1: six, they won against new york and mm-hmm. they lost every single game against tampa bay
0: they just got swept they <laughs> last night they were winning i think it was
1: tickets as low as 59 dollars
0: uh coming up for the series against new york yes um
1: that's a lot of money
0: i was you just said if you prepare, You want to go and see a, a game for five thousand, but then you don't want to pay 59 for a game I mean, you're a little strange with things like that um I was starting to watch the Tampa Bay game because I saw the Red Sox were up, and I think the hitter had only given up three hits in six innings. And the first hitter on base, second hitter in the seventh on base, and then he drove both of them in. It was three. To, it was two to two, tied it up, and I was yeah. like, "I'm switching this off." And sure enough, they lost. Um, yeah, bullpen's Woo! just uh, just they're just not getting it done right now. They're in a, a bad negative streak. On them, unfortunately, um, I think Let's
1: I have.
0: I thought I had some, perhaps eventually I should look up worst losing streaks then, since I did the best, uh, most consecutive wins, perhaps I should look up most consecutive losses. losses. Alright, I'll see if I can find that for next week then.
1: Wait, actually, I think we already did the most consecutive wins. I think it was like 16 or something
0: i don't know perhaps it was for one team i don't think i did it for everybody but I'm not oh yes it it's
1: for like the no, the
0: orioles had a 20 game losing streak at one point so i remember it was more than that that was while i was living in the states so i'll look it up
1: my, yeah all
0: right this week in baseball um sarah langs uh at slangs on sports um sarah's always good at coming up with uh, these stats i think she's my favorite person to look at on twitter uh, for coming up with new facts um O'Neal Cruz has a cannon. It's the fastest throw recorded by an infielder in the StatCast era. So, previous fastest throws were uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. at 97.3 miles an hour, and O'Neal Cruz through 97.8 miles an hour. Now, I know you know pitchers throw it for 100 miles an hour, but that's a much shorter distance. So, the fact, I don't know how they track it, but anyway... Um, that was one stat that I saw. So that was uh, the fastest throw. I know you always like to know the highest, tallest, fastest. I know you like your records. And um, keep it short this week, JJ. Just one other fact that I thought was kind of interesting. So this is from minor league baseball. This is from uh, Edwin Perez on July 13th.
1: Jose Ramos, um, the number 14 Dodgers prospect, homemade twice in one inning and finished three for four with the.
0: That says
1: three for five. I said three for five. You said three for four. With a career high seven RBIs in and, and High A Great Lakes, fourteen to nine win over Quad Cities. Coming into Tuesday's game, the outfielder an average of two twenty six with an RBI in July.
0: Without an RBI in July. So he was not playing particularly well. You didn't seem that impressed with that statistic as you're reading him. He had two home runs in one inning? I don't think I was like, well for the most runs in one inning,
1: Dad.
0: Two. Wow. <laughs> no one's gonna hit three home. It would take too many people to get through. Um I actually have the uh, the fifth inning. I know you like scores, so this is the this is the scoring for the fifth inning. Hit by pitch. Two run home run from Jose Ramos. Uh walk First base, uh, sorry, single, uh, walk, hit by pitch, uh, single, sacrifice fly, strikeout, walk, grand slam from Jose Ramos, uh, walk, uh, reached on an error, and then a strikeout to end the inning. So a pretty eventful inning. I know last week I talked about somebody had 11 runs in an inning, so I, I kind of like those uh, those big numbers. Um, I always like to talk about those. Um, next week's episode, I'm not really sure, JJ. We're kind of up to date now. We haven't done two Orioles games back-to-back like that. Uh, we don't have any more games in the uh, book right now, so not sure unless we find an independent game, or perhaps if we get to watch the highlights of the All-Star game. <laughs> or oh, the Home Run Derby?
1: This is going to be every single game over in Los Angeles, yeah. uh, you want the, to do the, whole the
0: Home weekend? Run
1: Derby? Yeah. There's
0: also uh, a celebrity softball game. Cool, I Watch that. That was the one I went to. When I was see in, a
1: celebrity softball.
0: That's the one I went to see in person in Cleveland because the I see regular you? game was expensive. I it. Well, it was four years ago. It's already happened. Sorry, three years ago. It already happened. But those tickets were much cheaper than uh, the other games. There's also. I want
1: to go see the celebrity softball game.
0: There's also a futures game where they have younger players who get to play, who could be potential all stars in the future. Um Me? The captain of the uh, all star game when I went to see it. Of the celebrities was The Miz. That was one of the reasons cool. I wanted to see because I knew I could talk about it with it being a wrestling thing. And Miz is from Cleveland as well. I don't know if you knew that. So that was the reason he Ooh, was captain. If the Rocks it was fun. This one it was fun.
1: What is The Rocks? In the
0: celebrity Ooh, celebrity. I actually don't know who's in the celebrity one. Uh, we'll have to look that up, and uh, perhaps that might be our review then, if possible. I'm not sure if it's on MLB.com though. It might not be. It might be just on like the individual channels because this isn't regular season baseball. So I don't know. But that could possibly be our thing for next week then.
1: Okay. All
0: right. We're am gonna... I playing the outro again this week?
1: No, we're gonna play. We're gonna um review the celebrity softball game.
0: All right, if we can see it.